BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What we are willing to give up. And that is huge because that was hard for me because, again, I liked everything in a certain way. And when, for me, if something is working, why are we changing it? Because it could be better. But for me, I don't know if it's going to be better. It might not be better. It might be worse. But that's how I looked at stuff. And my husband looked at it was, no, 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 but change could be better. So we had to figure out what we were willing to give up. So for me to do that, that meant change. So if we had date night every Thursday at seven o'clock, might not be able to have date night every Thursday at seven o'clock. We might have to have it every other Thursday. Maybe next week it's on Wednesday. Or how about for two weeks, we don't have date night, right? So I had to learn how to really figure out what I was willing to give up and to make sure that I kept um, I kept my goal right in front of me. Because if you keep your goal right in front of you, you know what you're running for. You know what you're looking for. You know the reason why you're giving it up, right? If you're a go-getter, faith-driven and family-focused and need to break through to your next level, this is the podcast for you. Your self-talk can reshape every area of your life. It's time to dream and think big. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience with Darnell and Tracy Self. It's time to elevate, baby. Let's get into the show. Hey, Self-Talk family. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience. Is it Thursday? Thursday is my favorite day of the week. However, it doesn't matter what day it is, as long as you're here with us on the self-talk experience where the things you say to yourself about yourself eventually attract who or even what you have for yourself. Now, it looks a little different today. It's just me, but I figured, you know what? We're almost at our 100th episode. So maybe I should do one by myself. My husband does some by himself sometimes. So today, he's behind the camera. So I'm going to try to get through this without him making faces at me, without him saying something. And hopefully if he talks, we won't hear him. So I'll just try to ignore it. Okay. Okay. So I have my notes out today and I thought that I would talk about just a few, few tips to help me um, over the years about supporting an entrepreneur in your life. So I guess for me, it would be my husband, right? But sometimes it doesn't have to be your husband. It could literally be the entrepreneur in your life. So it could be a friend. It could be a sibling. It could be a parent. It could be one of your children. Just having that support from the people that are closest to us and that we need is so important. And I know I didn't get it right all the time. I know. I know, babe, I didn't get it right all the time, but I learned, right? I learned from my mistakes. And so maybe if I can share just a couple of things with you guys, it'll fast track you and maybe help you not fall into some of the potholes that I fell into when I was in my 20s, because now that I'm in my 50s, 
I'm a little bit wiser. I know a little bit more, right? Okay, so I have my notes out, so I might be looking down a little bit. Um, so support an entrepreneurial life. One of the, it could probably be, I should have saved it for last, but the first one for me was communication. Communication is so key, and that's that can be across the board with any relationship. Because when you talk about communication, when my husband and I first started out, we were very young, but we had conversations about our goals. And I think that when your goals align, it's perfect. So, but it has to be really, really clear. So we had conversations about, well, what are your goals? When we make money and we're older, and what does that look like for you? So we had to paint a picture, but not just a regular picture. So I couldn't just say, oh, I want to travel more. And he say, I want to travel more too. What does that look like? Because for me, if I'm saying I want to travel more, I might just want to travel more than I do. I might say, oh, I would love to go to Miami. I would love to go to North Carolina. But in his mind, he may be thinking, oh, I was thinking Greece. I was thinking Rome. So we have to be on the same page because if I'm saying, ah, I don't really want to do all that kind of traveling, he will have to adjust or I will have to adjust, right? So what kind of house do we want to have? Do we want to have a huge home? Do we want to have a condo on the beach? We have to paint these pictures almost like when we do our dream boards, but do it together so we can figure out what kind of schools do we want our kids to go to or our grandkids to go to, or if we're an aunt or an uncle, our nieces and nephews, what does that look like? for us and for our family. And I think that in the beginning, it was a little hard for me. I have to be vulnerable. <laughs> it was a little hard for me to even get to that place because we were so far behind. And I know I've talked about this before in other earlier episodes when we first started a podcast, but it was really hard for me because I wasn't dreaming. My husband had so many dreams and so many aspirations, but for me, I just wanted to pay the bills. We were doing so bad. We weren't doing well at all. And I couldn't even wrap my mind around a different house. I just wanted to pay for the house we were in. I just wanted to pay for, well, not cell phone back then. I'm going to age myself. I just wanted to pay for the landline, right? I just wanted to pay the phone bill. I wanted the lights to stay on. All of the other things weren't even in my thought process. So we have, it was good because he was able to stretch me because I trusted him. So sometimes we have to really almost put our trust more in the other people that are around us who we know have our best interests at heart, and we can't even trust ourselves to figure it out. So that's something I learned because I, I held on to it so long, and I think if I would have opened my mind up a little bit sooner, it, it may have helped him feel like he could go out and do it a little bit faster. Um, and then another tip for me, too, was um, just in that communication process, it was a different lifestyle for me. It was different. So I was used to having a job nine to five. I wasn't used to all these different relationships and talking to different people, different times of the night or going out, you know, with meetings with groups of people. So we had to have communications like, so what does it look like for you? I would rather you not talk to someone of the opposite sex past this time. I would rather you not be with this person alone, maybe be in a group. So we had those conversations and it was easy because he knew what I expected and I knew what I wanted. So when we talked about those things, it helped us align our goals together. Um, another tip is role identification. That is so important. So we had to decide, okay, we're going to be entrepreneurs. Are both of us going to be entrepreneurs? Am I going to do it? Is he going to do it? And what does that look like? because I can't try to do what he's doing. He can't try to do what I'm doing. So we had to really sit down and say, because when, when I first started, 
when we first started on this ventures, this venture, I had a job. So during the day, he had certain responsibilities because I was at work from nine to five and we had children. So it wasn't expected of me to make breakfast. It was expected of him. It wasn't expected of him to make dinner because at that point I was home and that was my responsibility. So we had to calendar everything. But then we before we calendared, calendared everything, we just really had to figure out who did what. Right. So I knew that my responsibility was making sure the bills payments were made. His responsibility was making sure the money for the bills was in the account. It was my responsibility to go to the grocery store and to make dinner. But it was his responsibility that when I did go to the grocery store, the car didn't decline. Right. <laughs> so but we had to talk about these things. We had to do. It was so many times when he was out of town and I had to take somebody to football practice and then go pick up our daughter from dance and then go back to football practice and sit in the car with our daughter while she did her homework and make sure we were there for the boys and then pick them up and cook dinner. And it was so much going on. And even sometimes I had to um, make sure I solicited help from others. That was really important too. Because a lot of times, even when it was the both of us, we still couldn't get everything done. So sometimes I may have had to lean on my mom or lean on my sister who were and my dad who were absolutely amazing to help us out. And I just want to give kudos to people out there who are single parents because I could barely do it with a, with a mate, right? So it's just important to be able to have these conversations and identify your role and make sure we know who's doing what. Um, another thing for me was personal development. And I know we talk about personal development all the time, but remember when we first started this, I was in my 20s. So I was a little rough around the edges <laughs> and I know it's still not perfect, but not only personal development, but whenever you start your personal development, doesn't matter if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, but it's different at every level. There's a different type of personal development. So you're always continuing to grow. I'm not sitting here at 50 years old saying, oh, I personal development a long time ago. I personal development when I was in my 20s. No, I'm still continuing to work on myself and figure things out and try so hard to be an example like and give tips to those around me to help them too to fear through. Um, I feel like it's all about an attitude change. When you have that personal development, it kind of forces you to change your attitude and look at the world differently and look at people differently and just want that you have a thirst for knowledge and a thirst to and a thirst to really grow, right? Um, my husband's giving me tips. Okay. I got it, babe. Okay. Um, no, but it's funny because um, even the little nuances that I learned a long time ago. Um, so when my husband would call and say, how's everything going? It's incredible. How are the kids? They're incredible. It's incredible how they're driving me crazy. It's incredible how someone just got suspended. But I, I just said, it's incredible. Everything is great. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. <laughs> and just say it with a smile and you figure it out. And you move on, right? Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about too was um, you have to talk about finances. That's a big thing because sometimes someone wants to do something and someone wants to do something else and we don't agree with it. But I think the key word for that and just anything in general is just to be flexible. Flexible was key for me because I didn't like change. I know I talk about it all the time. I'm getting so much better with that. I love change now. Change is amazing because sometimes it can be the most spontaneous thing and it's the best thing that ever happened because it's so unexpected. So you have to talk about the finances. Um, for us, 
how much were we investing back into our business? What did that look like for us? Because maybe I wanted to take that extra chunk of change and take the kids on vacation. But my husband wanted to maybe go to another training. After he had gone to one, he wanted to go to another one. So we had to compromise there and maybe take the kids somewhere that wasn't as expensive and then work towards the next training because we couldn't afford the very next one. But again, you have to talk about these things and have goals and figure out what works for you. Um, I hope that... Hey, talk about what we what, were also willing to give up in communication. You talked about our goals. I think it was important what we were talking about was to give up, too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, that was important. So and what... what I just say because they may not have Oh, my husband is behind the camera. And he wanted me to uh, mention, too, about what what we are willing to give up. And that is huge because that was hard for me because, again, I liked everything in a certain way. And when, for me, if something is working, why are we changing it? Because it could be better. But for me, I don't know if it's going to be better. It might not be better. It might be worse. But that's how I looked at stuff. And my husband looked at it was, no, 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 but change could be better. So we had to figure out what we were willing to give up. So for me to do that, that meant change. So if we had date night every Thursday at seven o'clock, might not be able to have date night every Thursday at seven o'clock. We might have to have it every other Thursday. Maybe next week it's on Wednesday. Or how about for two weeks, we don't have date night, right? So I had to learn how to really figure out what I was willing to give up and to make sure that I kept um, I kept my goal right in front of me. Because if you keep your goal right in front of you, you know what you're running for. You know what you're looking for. You know the reason why you're giving it up, right? Yeah. Um, is that good? I don't know. The, was that what you wanted me yeah, to say? That's a perfect lesson. Yeah. And again, I think that because I was so flexible and I learned how to um, give up, I actually started to really enjoy the spontaneity of it all. Um, that's what like any friendship or any relationship is. It's nice to have something on the calendar. You look forward to it. Okay, so we're going to go to dinner on October 8th at 8 o'clock, and it's on your calendar for a month, and you're really looking forward to it. But what about the times when it's uh, Saturday morning and someone you care about calls you and says, hey, are you busy this afternoon? Well, I'm actually not. Great. Do you want to do something? That is just it's exciting, right? It's just as fun. So just remember to stay flexible because the spontaneity is the best, right? Hey, what happened when <laughs> we weren't perfect? Because we... You know, we made mistakes in all of that, what you just talked about, finances, communication. Yes. Um, and so, you know, we had to work on leaving that in the past. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, we learned that. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of that we also learned in going to the marriage retreats that we go to. Um, if something happens, you deal with it, you go through it, and you have to really promise to never talk about it again. Um, that's really key. So once something happens, it happens. We get through it and we move on and you can't keep bringing it back up because then it resurfaces all those old feelings and all those old emotions. And then you start thinking about what they said and how they said it. And it could have been 10 years ago. So why, why are we still talking about that? Why are we bringing it up? We've forgiven. We've moved on. And I think that is so key um, with any relationship, whether it's your spouse or whether it's your business partner, stuff happens. Stuff happens, and we have to learn how to take a deep breath, learn from the experience, and just move on. If if if, if you want to be with the person, if you're going to yeah. be with the business partner, if you're going to continue to support them, right? Yeah, babe, 
Are you gonna? You wanna? Please come. Please no, come no, on. you did perfect. I just, you know, I just those are, these are things that you wanted to talk about. So you're. Awesome. I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Well, these are Tracy Self's humble tips on how to support the entrepreneur in your life. But you, you have to remember that all of this is a process. And you have to give yourself grace. And it's so important that we don't look around. We don't look at what other people are doing. We don't look at what other people have or how successful somebody is already because you haven't gotten there yet. We have to look within ourselves and check our self-talk because when we check our self-talk and give ourselves grace, we're already winning, right? So this has been another episode of the Self Talk Experience, and we are almost at episode 100, and I cannot wait to get there. I love you guys so much, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Self Talk Podcast with Darnell and Tracy Self. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform, and we'll see you next time. And remember, talk good to yourself. Talk good to yourself. To yourself.